Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Stuckers, we're back. Celestina has been learning a lot about websites recently, so she is going to share with us what she's learned. I hope you're as excited as I am to learn about how we might want to rework our websites. Celestina, what have you learned? So there is a ton of information out there. Um, I actually like the way Donald Miller puts together um, his online course, his book, his podcast, his free daily information sessions, all of this kind of comes together and melts together into what marketing should look like and kind of also breaks down into just how to simplify your website. So this is not my intellectual property. I'm just giving it to y'all in a form that I understand so that you can understand it too. So I think point number one is minimize calories and I'm not saying eat less because listen to your body and eat what you want, but you calling me fat. Do I need to get on a diet? Eat I said less? nothing of that sort. <laughs> <laughs> eat your vegetables. Sorry. Sorry. As a dietitian, I feel like I need to tell you that you need to eat vegetables <laughs> and everything else in moderation. How about that? <laughs> everything in moderation. Everything in moderation. <laughs> Sorry. I got okay. you all distracted. <laughs> <laughs> So the calories I'm talking about are mental calories, right? So like if you approach a website and within like the first millisecond, if you don't understand what they're trying to provide or um, sell you or just help you with, then you're then that website's not doing its job and it's making you overthink. So step one is simplify. So maximize what you're giving your client and minimize their calories. Simplifying your website is absolutely key. And that doesn't mean like super white, super minimalistic. It doesn't have to be that way. But simplifying what you're saying to your client is extremely important. So is that like simplifying words and and text or like everything that's going on? Because you said it doesn't have to be white and super simplistic, right? Exactly. Yeah. So be very specific about the wording that you're using. That's an awesome question. The way I like to approach it is by first defining your client. And I feel like a lot of people say that you need to do this, but really like, how do you go about doing it? Right? So it just comes down to who do you want to help or what market does your particular service or product help or service in that sense. For for you, Josh, who would your target client be? So my target client is anyone who is frustrated by computers and maybe doesn't have the time, maybe doesn't have the energy to deal with whatever their computer problems are, right? That makes sense. So it doesn't have to necessarily be women or older people who are frustrated by computers, just general people who are frustrated by computers, yeah. your clientele. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You're already doing this, right? On your website. You've already gone through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So tell us what what you did. Y'all can check out wellnesscuchinaLLC.com if you want to see. Yeah. There we go. Example website. (laughs) Example website. So my clientele, it's taken me a long time to niche down this way, but millennial families, whether it be couples, individuals, or people with children, millennial families is my um, ideal clientele. 
Nice. So after you define your client, you want to determine what their end success of working with you is. For me, that's kitchen confidence. So when I work with my clients and they've gone through my online program, I want them to experience confidence in the kitchen. And it doesn't need to be this super robust thing. They, I think that kind of sums up what I want them to do. They want to delve a little further. There's more information on, on a variety of different pages on my site. Keep it super simple up front. What you are going to provide and how you are going to solve their issue, problem, or what's going to bring them success. So for you, Josh, what do you think that would be for your clients? I've actually heard this minimize calories concept before, and I've been going back and forth between a couple of things. So let me get your take on this since you've been kind of running in this world a little bit more deeply. Um, so two things I've been thinking. One is get ready to love your computer again with the idea of like whenever anyone gets a new computer, generally they're really excited. It's new. It's just got to work because it's new and all this thing. And then it goes downhill <laughs> and then you hate your computer and you get a new one, right? And that's the general. So um, the only problem I, th- I see with that is that some technophobes never love their computer, even when it's new. <laughs> right? So that's the downside of that. But I like the thing is like, get ready to love your computer again. Um, or two, I also often will say people kind of as a slogan, um, will make your computer work for you, not against you. Do you have any like opinion on either one? I think I like the latter. Yeah. Because it's, so that's kind of my next point, right? So tell them what you offer and it doesn't have to be a catchy saying or something that you think is cute. It should be to the point, should be clear and you should be upfront that you're going to solve their problem for them. That's interesting because my actual like company slogan is JBIT Tech, Taming Technology. But I got, yeah, I have a whip in my logo and (laughs) a laptop on a circus pedestal like Taming a Lion. It's a whole thing. It's real cute and it's real fluffy. But a lot of people over the years have gone, what does that mean, taming technology, right? So like on my on my website, I put right at the top, we'll fix your computer. That <laughs> right? is to the point. To the point. It's not it's not pretty or poetic. No, and it doesn't have to be. But you're immediately within like five seconds of looking at your website, someone will be like, oh. This guy can fix my computer, obviously, right? Right, right. And then my hope, like I left Taming Technology because it's still part of everything. But like my hope is if you go back and you read later Taming Technology, you'll know what that means because in big font, it says we'll fix your computer. Exactly. So I think right now you're projecting exactly the end result that you want for your clients. Mm. We're going to fix your computer. Boom, done. Problem solved. Yeah. What does your website say as far as telling them your offer? So the first thing that they see is an image of a happy family cooking, and it says, be confident in the kitchen. That's what I want their end goal to be. And then there's a really brief description of what that entails. So it's basically just online course to make fast, easy, and delicious meals. Yeah, nice. Super simple. Super simple. If you're going with the, like the layout of my website, so if you are following along um, on there, you'll see that the next thing that I have is a call to action. So it's a schedule a call button. That is my call to action. It doesn't have to be that for you. For some people, it may be buy now. Um, if you have like an online site where you're purchasing something in particular, or I don't know, Josh, how does that work for you? How do clients get in touch with you? So I similarly have a 
call to action, a giant button under right under we'll fix your computer. I'm glad that so far I'm doing everything right. Maybe not everything, <laughs> but most things right. That's good. <laughs> um, but uh, right under we'll fix your computer because you have more important things to do. It says giant button that says get a quote. And that basically leads them to an online form that sends me an email that says, what's going on with your computer? What do you got? Let me know. Sends me an email directly and I can respond to them. That's perfect. And schedule a call or get a quote might not be the perfect solution for your site, but it should be something that is calling them to action, getting them to make that next move. And you'll see that it's not just there. It's not just located in that particular spot on my site. It is literally everywhere. So that as they continue to look through your website, they have the option to say, yeah, let's schedule a call at this point. Or mm, maybe I need more info. So they scroll down a little bit more, they get a little bit more info, and then, hey, bam, there's another schedule a call button. I'm looking at your site right now. There's three schedule a call buttons as you continue scrolling down your website. And it's it's nice, just like you're saying. Look, there's Here's a little more info about Wellness Kachina. And then if that made the difference for you, schedule a call now. Here's a little bit more info. If that made a difference, schedule a call now. Um, it's slick. You think, your, your website looks good. You people, you unstuckers, you should go check out Wellness Katina LLC. It's a good, it's a good layout. I appreciate it. And literally, it's all thanks to Donald Miller. So yeah, Donald, repping, repping him. Thanks, Donald. We're on a first name basis, obviously. Obviously, we'll get him <laughs> on this podcast one day. Dude, fingers crossed. <laughs> that would be amazing. I also want to throw in there that. Uh, we, we've mentioned this before on the podcast, but Donald Miller has a book called uh, Building a Story Brand, and it's an amazing book, and you should check it out. This is literally the how-to from a story brand into the practical application of it on a website. So, mm-hmm. guys, it works, I swear. So, obviously, that was the first thing on the site that you saw. So, that's the end success that they want to achieve and then that kind of pulls them in to scroll down a little bit more. So they're like, wait, what does this kitchen confidence thing mean? So then you're kind of gaining their trust initially, and then they want to scroll down a little bit more. It's a good picture. I, I struggle finding a picture for my website. So here's the thing I'm doing wrong so that we can all learn from this. Um, maybe. I don't know. It's, this is wrong by Donald Miller's standards from what I'm understanding. My picture is an astronaut floating in space. What does that have to do with computers? Nothing. But (laughs) so that's maybe where I'm doing things wrong. But the idea behind that when I made this was we'll fix your computer because you have more important things to do. The idea being like, maybe you're an astronaut. (laughs) A little a little fun thing about like the important things you have to do. But the reason I went that direction is like, man, finding like a good picture of people happy with their computer is hard to find and maybe it's more spot on and like what I should be doing anyway, regardless of it being seeming like boring or stock photo-y or whatnot. But on your website, if anyone's following along, there's like a really engaging, great looking picture of a family cooking together. So that photo I actually snagged from Adobe stock photos Fun fact, guys. So if you sign up for like their free trial, you get you get 10 free downloads. All you have to do is put in your credit card information, but you can literally delete it as soon as you put it in. So that's what I did. And you get 10 free downloads in 30 days. That's sweet. Well, that's a good picture. It's, 
it's like it is a stock photo, but it doesn't have that like, you know, that look of stock photo that just gets where everyone's like stock photo overload right now. Also good to note, I modified that in Canva. So these are just some like back of house tricks. So I modified that in Canva. It's like a 70% hue of what the original photo was. So it was really bright and in your face, but I did a 75% hue of it. I put the text over it, called it a day. Looks great. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Little trick. Little tricks. Okay. So the next portion of it is three successes that your clients will experience working with you. So for me, my client, my goal for my clients is to have them save money so that they're not eating out and relying on food purchased outside of the house. My next goal is for them to build family bonds because ideally they're getting their kids involved or their families involved in the kitchen. And it doesn't have to be like using a chef knife for a three-year-old. It can be something as simple as like ripping parchment paper or ripping lettuce by hand. Like it doesn't have to be super crazy, but building family bonds in the kitchen Mm -hmm. because truthfully, that's where some of my best family memories are. I think other people should be able to share that with their families as well and not be afraid to have their families in the kitchen with them. And lastly, gaining kitchen confidence, the ability to not necessarily look in your fridge and like magically put together a meal, but that comes with time, obviously. But just having the confidence to make food at home on a weeknight or for a couple of hours on the weekend. That's my goal. Those are my three main goals for my clients. And obviously you might have more goals than that, but put your three big successes highlighted on your website on the like front and center. You know, and this just goes in line with one thing I've learned over and over again throughout my life in completely different realms and different things is how much humans love three, you know, and like coming from an improv comedy world, like we always talked about comedy comes in threes, like repeat a joke two more times after it happens in an improv show, come back to it because people love that. Um, But if it comes twice total, there's like, there's kind of an expectation it'll come back a third time. Um, and, and similarly, like I've always learned, like lay out any plan in threes and like put what people are going to get out of it in threes. So it's just bam on your website, save money, build family bonds, gain kitchen confidence. And it just looks really good. People like threes. So it's good. It feels good to just see it and read three things. So the next portion of it, after you've laid out the successes for them, is to remind them of their problem. I know that sounds absolutely shitty, but I feel like we always have a tendency to not harp on that pain point, or at least I don't. I kind of shy away from it. And if you listen to what Donald Miller says, he says he does too. But it's really interesting because if you do add it in, you remind your potential client, oh my God, yeah, I do have a problem. Or there is an issue that I could have a better solution to. So that's where I put in do you lack the time and skill to cook healthy meals at home? And I mean, that doesn't sound outright bad, but say if someone is ordering in every day or is going through the drive-thru every day and they feel like they could be feeding their families better, this might be a pain point for them, whether it's subtle or rather this is subtle. So it's not like a, oh my God, you're a terrible parent kind of thing, but it's, it's kind of just a gentle reminder that, hey, maybe you can be doing things a little bit better. So you want to look at their problem and you want to relate it on three different levels. Externally, so what is the problem? Internally, how does the problem make them feel? Philosophically, why is it just outright wrong? And lastly, if you can find a villain 
So what is the absolute root cause of your customer's problem that you can blame for all of this? That's going to be your key to success. So on my site, I have, I get it. Healthy meals can be boring, flavorless, and time-consuming to make. Choosing fast food can be a quick and easy option, but often it'll leave you feeling unwell or unable to feel your best. You deserve to feel good, and you don't have to sacrifice taste or time to feel good. Okay, so if you're breaking that down, I am expressing some empathy to them, right? So I get it. Healthy meals can be boring and flavorless. And then I'm bringing in my villain of fast food. So you don't have to have a villain, but I mean, if you can blame it on something, right? Go for it. Yeah, because then then you're helping them, right? You're you're working together to defeat the villain. Exactly. And just psychologically, if they already see you as on their team, that's a great win for you. Definitely. And then you're looking at an internal problem, right? So they're feeling unwell or unable to feel their best, potentially internal, potentially external, if they're debilitated because they're eating garbage food for an extended period of time. And then lastly, philosophical. You deserve to feel good and you don't have to sacrifice flavor or time to do that. So you're really hitting a multitude of different levels at that point. And then at that point, you put in another call to action. Schedule a call? Question mark? Maybe? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And you can see this perfectly laid out on your website. And we'll put the link to that in the show notes too. So Josh, just kind of, I, this took me a while to do. I'm not going to lie to you. This was not sure, an overnight that's, process. That's a hard one. <laughs> that's not, I will fix my, your computer. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I called you about this. And like you and I had a conversation yes, about this I too. This yeah. <laughs> I was like, literally like internally distraught about giving someone this statement and like saying, you guys are terrible at this, but I can help you. It, it was really challenging to put together. But do you kind of have an idea of what something along these lines would look like for your site? Well, I mean, just on the spot here, I think the uh, along the lines of like making your computer work for you, not against you. So the struggle is your computer seems to be working against you. You're doing a thing and it's slow or it's crashing or it won't do the thing you think it should. Um, So like that's the problem, right? The problem is the computer. Internally, it makes them feel very frustrated. Some people might feel ashamed that they don't know how to deal with this, right, themselves, uh, especially people who are just technophobic or, or whatever the term would be. They might just feel like, I should be able to do this, right? So they feel shame that they're not able to. And so... I don't know why that is plain wrong. It's like your computer should work for you um, and, and you should be able to do the things you want without any frustration and stuff. And then, man, I used the villain just recently. I, I made uh, Microsoft the villain recently because <laughs> straight up, because they just, they just ended support for Windows 7 and they were trying to scare everyone into getting Windows 10. So much so that I had so many calls of people going, my Windows 7 is no longer working. What should I do? And I'm like, that's not what actually is happening. <laughs> you know, your Windows 7 will continue to work. Let's talk about the ins and outs of why you may or may not care about upgrading to Windows 10, which, of course, all the advertising and all the notifications were like scaring people into buying Windows 10, which is a good thing for most people to do, especially businesses for security reasons. But my my 
thing was to tell people the ins and outs and let them decide for themselves because a lot of them didn't think Windows 7 was going to work anymore in February. <laughs> and that was straight up making like, look, Microsoft's just trying to get you to buy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and they're the villain. So. so, I mean, obviously a lot of finessing to be done there, but there, there's some pieces in my business that I could see laying into this. Like I said, that took me literally a week yeah. <laughs> to get from my mind to paper to make it concise. So that was awesome for on the spot. And for you guys who want to do this and kind of have like a brainstorm setting, there is a website that you can go to. It is mystorybrand.com and you can build one of these on Donald Miller's site. And we'll put the link to that in the show notes too, because it is awesome. Okay. So continuing with this, the next thing that I have on my site, and this is essential on sites. So at this point, either someone's like super for you or you might be losing them because they're like, oh my God, this sounds super complicated. I have to schedule a call with this person. I have to sign up for an online course. Oh, this sounds terrible. So you want to take all of that guessing out of it, right? So the next thing that I have visible after reminding them to schedule a call is have the confidence to cook at home, right? So maybe just rephrasing what you want their end goal to be. And then I have step one, schedule a call. Step two, choose a course. And that would be on the phone with me so that they know which one that they would benefit most from. And then three, regardless of which course you choose, you're going to gain kitchen confidence. You want the end goal repeated again. Super simple. Step one, two, three. Josh, for you, one, two, three, three things. that would be maybe get a quote, like bring me your computer or like set up a time for me to come see your computer and have your computer work again. You know what I mean? Something very simple like that. Yeah. So I think it would be like, get a quote, make an appointment, and pick up your working computer or <laughs> whatever, right? One, two, three, real simple, laid out. Yeah, super, super simple. And if you guys are following on the site again, I made all three of those little images in Canva. You can use Canva to your advantage and you don't have to pay for stuff on Canva. So just remember that. Okay, so after that, if people still don't know if they want to work with me or not, because In that same one, two, three thing, I have schedule a call again. So the next thing I have here is testimonials. And the last episode that we did a podcast on was about testimonials. So if you don't understand the importance of testimonials yet, go back to episode 21, listen, and then resume episode 22 from this point. You will will learn the importance of testimonials. (laughs) So testimonials, this is the way. (laughs) That's right, still watching Mandalorian. (laughs) On the fifth time now. Okay. (laughs) We're watching it. So here I have testimonials written down. So like just quick blurbs. And I also have a testimonial video. You don't have to have a testimonial video, but dude, if you have one, put it up there. Make it look awesome. Um, And mine just happens to be super happy families talking about how much they love food. Um, And it works really well. So after the testimonials, I have a super quick little blurb about me, meet the food interpreter, and then another call to action, schedule a call. So it'd be super real with you guys. The last image that I have on my site, the Celestina meet me, used to be front and center. However, I don't want to be their hero. 
I don't want to be the hero of my client's story, which is why I moved me down to the bottom. It's really important for you as the business owner, service provider, whatever you, whatever role you play in your business to be their guide, be their Han Solo to the Luke Skywalker. I really hope I got that right. No, you want, you want Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi. <laughs> Han Solo isn't exactly a guide. He's a swashbuckling pirate. <laughs> Well done. Good try. (laughs) (laughs) Go back and watch Star Wars. (laughs) So you want to be their Obi-Wan Kenobi to their Luke Skywalker? Very good. Well done. Excellent. Or you could do Yoda, but not Baby Yoda. (laughs) No, not Baby Yoda. He's useless. (laughs) Very cute, but useless. He saved the Mandalorian's life a few times. Okay, Okay, that's fair. Side note, we're going to start a podcast about the Mandalorian. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Disney would sue us. Okay. (laughs) So I think the last and final point is that you really don't want to be the hero in the story. You want your client to be the hero of their own story. You just need to help guide them along the way. And your website, laying out that plan of one, two, three, making it super simple making it so that your clients don't have to expend a ton of calories trying to understand what you do and what you provide is absolutely key. And that's Donald Miller's how-to website in a nutshell. There you go. That is fantastic. That last point is definitely in his book, Building a Story Brand. So you should definitely check that out if you want to know more about making your customer the hero. Um, I think it's great. And I, I was just going to comment on that too, because just scrolling through your website, it's like most people start out with like, hey, it's me, I'm a person. And um, your customer generally doesn't care, right? They're, they're there to solve a problem. So now your website is, how can you solve this person's problem? And at the very end, if they want to know more and they keep scrolling, then of course they want to know you, the person who's going to be their guide. But but that's a totally different feeling. And I think a good feeling going through your website is like, oh, this is what this is about. And yeah, I do want that. And well, that's how I can do it. And other people like her. And this is who she is. Cool. Okay. You know, like in that order, it, it has a better feel to it if I land on your website looking to solve my problem, right? Yeah, that that's kind of the goal. It should be inviting. It shouldn't be like, hey, this is me. This is why I'm awesome. And this is why you should work with me. It should be, hey. I get it. You're here for the reason everyone else is here and we can work together to make, to make that a reality for you. hundred percent. Well, that's awesome. Um, so where do we go to find out more about Donald Miller? Okay. So if you want to buy his online course, dude, it's awesome. Um, businessmadesimple.com. If you want to buy his book, I'm sure you can find it on there as well. If you just want the free brand script, go to my brand. If you just want the free brand script, go to mystorybrand.com. Honestly, just Google Donald Miller and a bunch of stuff will come up. He's a cool dude. Very cool. Very knowledgeable. It's time for a recap. One, simplify to minimize calories. Two, tell them what you offer and not some catchy saying. Three, lay out a plan of action. One, two, three. All right, Unstuckers, we'll be back next week. Website and show notes are at unstuck.institute. 
Remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. And if you love our podcast, we'd like it if you would help us out. Please leave a review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. It really helps out the show a lot. For instructions on how to leave a review, go to our website, unstuck.institute. Talk to you next week when I'll be talking about a book I just read called You Are Awesome by Neil Pasricha. I have a website I need to go fix. Talk to you next week. Fear is a manipulative emotion that can trick us into living a boring life. Donald Miller, a million times in a thousand years, what I've learned while editing my life. Donald, we love you. Donnie, we love you.